Hi, I'm Mathai Fen. I'm 58 years old and I live in India. I actually live two lives. Something like Batman and Bruce Wayne. On the outside, I'm a cognitive psychologist with a PhD from IIT Bombay. That's one of the better known institutions in India. I also have several decades of teaching experience within India and abroad. I've taught courses in management and behavioral courses. If you want to learn more about me just google my name. There's only one Mathai Fen on the internet. That's M A T H A I space F E N N. There's a story behind the name, but that's for another day. This podcast is not about my outer life. It's about my inner life. It's about my quest to understand life, the world and my part in it. Perhaps the answer lies in the idea that we do not have to understand life in order to live a good life. Anyway, this podcast is not about the final answers, it's about the journey. And boy, have I loved every moment of it. I hope you enjoy it too. If nothing, I hope it helps you ponder the mysteries of life. By the way, among the several hats that I wear, one of them is as a life coach. So if you would like to take some time out to talk about your life and where it's headed, do reach out to me. But you have to find me first. That should not be too hard. What is psychology? Psychology they say is a study of the mind. But then what is the mind? Some people say the mind is nothing but a function of the brain. Our brain is a biological organism. There's a lot of chemistry happening inside it. And the mind is something that emerges from that. It's a function of the brain. You could call it an epiphenomenon. Epiphenomenon in the sense that you would light a fire and there's a flame so the mind is like that flame and actually what is substance is the brain now here's the important thing the flame does not affect the substance well it is a byproduct it is a byproduct of the subject being oxidized right so likewise the mind is a byproduct of the brain then there is a lot of questions that come from it does the mind affect the brain for example or is it only a one way reaction and if that is the case then we are on the verge of what is called determinism determinism says that we have really no choice choice is just an illusion and our actions everything is determined by the chemistry that happens in our brain but wait a minute that may not be completely true after all if our brains are made of chemicals and the primary source of chemicals is the food that we eat it might make sense to say that we are what we eat but we do choose to eat some things and choose not to eat certain other things we can choose to sleep or not sleep so there is a choice or at least there's an illusion of choice this problem becomes extremely critical when we look at psychology from a scientific perspective science has a set of words and set of assumptions behind it and words like free will choice uh, all of these things are 
not part of science why is that because science is something that is caused when an apple falls on your head you wonder what caused it you can't say the apple just decided to jump off the tree and land on my head you say what caused it and that led to the discovery of gravity right so science works with causes science is best used to describe natural objects so uh, there was this guy in in the old days called william dilthey he was a philosopher and william dilthey said that if we look carefully the language of science is a particular language and once you use that language then the conclusions that you arrive at is almost automatic and he said maybe we need a different way of looking at the human mind and it's not the way of science and william dilthey said that there are two kinds of understanding that is possible one he calls erklaren erklaren means explanation in science we say how does this work or why does this happen and there is a scientific explanation however verstehen i'm sorry my german is bad but there is another one called verstehen verstehen talks about interpretative understanding let's take the example of a book if you want to know what's in a book there are two ways to study the book one i can wait i can look at the color i can look at the number of pages i can look at the paper if it's acid free i can look at the chemistry of the ink i can look at the contrast of the ink i can look at the font i can look at so many different things and i could probably write another book about a book depending on how detailed and how much how microscopic is my uh, analysis however i don't understand the book right understanding the book means grasping the meaning of the book this is verstehen this is the fundamental difference between erklaren and verstehen that william dilthey talked about and he said maybe we need two sciences one science to study nature and things and he calls it naturwissenschaft naturwissenschaft would mean the science of nature and he said the other one could be geisteswissenschaft again i apologize for my german pronunciation i've never studied german i've only read this in a book so i'm just guessing what it is so naturwissenschaft wissenschaft means knowledge or science so there's natural knowledge and geistes wissenschaft geist means the spirit and of course traditionally education this distinction is made between science and the humanities why is this important because when you look at the world around us we have two languages one language of the language of science but there's also um promises that you make right like you get married and say i do and and you promise to take care of somebody and then you do something completely unacceptable to that contract and then you say well i don't have free will and i was forced to do it because there must be a reason to it so this conflict between our normal social life which expects people to obey 
certain rules expects people to be answerable expects people to hold their promises and express their free will this is how our society is built this is how our laws are built this is how our institutions are built and this language is completely different from the language of science so here's a good question is alcoholism a disease or a vice if it is a vice it means that i have a choice and i become an alcoholic i can also choose not to be an alcoholic but once you put it as a disease in the field of medicine and science then you could say that no the person is not responsible for it so question of responsibility all of these that are the fundamental fabric of our society is questioned by the scientific method and the language thereof so what if we began to relook at this whole thing and say what if there is a different language for describing the mind for describing our actions for describing our choices which is not the same language as you would to describe nature or physics or chemistry how would psychology be different if we said let's take a look at a different perspective of understanding people it's not erklaren but it is verstehen when you want to understand somebody to know somebody and to understand somebody are different things this has been one of the fundamental schisms fundamental differences in my thought it's it's constantly tossing back and forth back and forth back and forth the language of literature the language of poetry the language of fiction and the language of social science the language i speak in and the language that the psychologist understands are they all fundamentally different or can we at least acknowledge the differences if we cannot find common ground this is something that has constantly been in my mind since i began my studies in psychology what do you think can you see the difference if we over the last several decades or perhaps even a century we have described human nature as a behavior like we would say behavior of atoms or molecules it's no wonder that individually we feel disempowered as individuals we feel that there's nothing we can do to change the world or change the disaster of the environment because we are powerless because everything happens according to what we call external locus of control the control doesn't lie within me it's something else that's doing it this notion of society and human life has really brought us to the edge of our existence the edge of human civilization perhaps now is a good time to rethink about it and see whether our problem could be partly at least linguistic and these linguistic differences can change the way that we look look at human nature and i think that's an important distinction either human nature is something like a scientific object it is caused like the rain is caused or or any of those natural objects or how an apple falls on my head or maybe i can do something about the world and i can do something about my life what do you think makes sense